Hi, my name's Erica, and welcome to my podcast. I haven't come up with a name for it yet, but I inevitably will have by the time you're listening to it. This podcast is going to be, this is, in essence, a conspiracy theory podcast made by someone who has always hated conspiracy theories. Me. (laughs) If you're not into conspiracy theories, but you have a feeling that just like something is up, something is not right, we're being lied to about something, some shit is weird right now, then this podcast is for you. If you really like conspiracy theories, then this podcast is probably still for you because I'm gonna actually say things that uh, are new and not exactly what everybody else is saying because everything I want to talk about is not stuff that I learned from a YouTube video or a Reddit post. I'm going to be talking based on personal experience. I was a relatively normal person with relatively mainstream views. I mean, I'm basically a communist, so not super mainstream, but still, I subscribed to the belief that (laughs) the basic rules of reality that we have been taught are true. And I have had it proven to me beyond a shadow of a doubt this year that that is not true. We do not live in the reality that we have been told we do. We do not live in the reality that we believe we do. In short, and yes, I know that this sounds crazy, but I saw, I have seen clearly, and it has been confirmed in many ways, which I'll talk about on this podcast, obviously, that this is indeed a simulation. Humans are basically living in a labor camp meets slaughterhouse. Like, we are food. We are not free. The world feels like it is so awful because it actually is too awful. It is not supposed to be like this. This is not reality. And we've been led to believe that just reality kind of sucks and life is hard. But we're led to believe that so that we won't try to get out and find something better. The good news, and part of why I'm doing this podcast, is I believe that we can overcome this. I believe we can escape this. I do not think this is an insurmountable foe. Because I saw for myself this year that there are certain rules that this reality sets up for us to follow. And sometimes there's some pretty simple coding and a lot of lazy coding. And you can break out of it if you just see what you are in and refuse to believe it. Then a lot of its power is just gone. There are two pretty essential things that you're going to have to believe in order to get much out of this podcast. You don't have to believe them right now, but... (laughs) Just so you know, these will be 
grounding ethoses eth yeah of this show the first one is that we are not creating all of our own thoughts all of us are having our minds controlled sometimes all of us are having thoughts given to us that we fully believe are our thoughts it is you always think you're you you always think these are your thoughts and your feelings but they're not they're frequently emotional traps put into place basically as they are the bars on our prison cell they keep us in they keep us in a loop just doing the same thing over and over going over the same thing over and over like a lot of these thoughts they're like self-doubt petty disagreements with other people getting your feelings hurt your you know your ego bruised miscommunications with other people even feelings of identity well i am this kind of person i'm this way a lot of the time that is put there to limit you and as i said you don't have to believe me on this yet because i will tell you the proof that i have received that this is happening but i know how uncomfortable of a thought this is i know how uncomfortable it is everyone hates this thought everyone believes that they are the only one who controls their thoughts who creates thoughts for themselves everyone thinks that that's what everyone says to me when i tell them this it's really i'm the only one who creates my thoughts i'm like well that's the same exact thing the 10 other people have said to me so are you sure <laughs> and you have to think about it logically if there was something capable of creating thoughts for you one thought it would give you is that you are the only one who can create your thoughts because that means you will never question what is happening you're not going to look for where these things are coming from because you think they're coming from you so even if you don't believe me yet you have to admit that the logic is there it makes sense that you could simultaneously have something that can create thoughts for you and believe with every fiber of your being that that is not possible or and that is not happening the second thing the second ethos i don't think you can have numerous ethoses but whatever the second part of the ethos of this podcast is that nobody nobody has a completely clear view of reality none of us do this is one reason i've never liked conspiracy theorists is because they're so fucking full of themselves oh the truth community we're enlightened we figured it all out everyone else is sheep but then of course they have tons of their own unexamined beliefs and biases and they don't question the things that make them uncomfortable to look at and i don't think you can be an enlightened person and think you're better than other people i don't think those things go together we're always trying to like fact check each other and debunk each other and i, I we're not going to do that here because none of us have the authority to do that i don't think people are nearly as stupid or crazy as we think they are or we say they are i don't think people lie as much 
as we think. I think that everyone has a piece of reality and people are describing reality the way that they see it, the way it is presented to them. Oh yeah, I guess this is another sort of, it goes along with part one, but we're not all experiencing the same reality and not just our interpretations of things. Like literally you can be talking to someone and the voice you hear coming from them is not the way they are talking. I think I'm talking to you in a very calm voice right now, but you could be hearing me in like a manic, uh, hysterical voice. That is something that has happened. I've been on both sides of that dynamic where I heard someone talking like they were manic when they weren't. And someone has heard me talking like I was manic when I wasn't. Literally, we are not all hearing and seeing the same things. So us fighting over reality and who's stupid and who's right is ridiculous and a waste of time. And it is a distraction. We are essentially marionettes punching each other so that we never look up and see that there are giant fucking hands there. I think the way to figure out what reality is, is to truly compare notes with other people. Talk to other people. It works best if it's with somebody you love and trust, who is willing to talk, just keep talking to you, regardless of how many misunderstandings or disagreements you have. And neither of you try to convince the other one that your reality is the objective reality. You have to just tell them what reality is the way you have experienced it, and you have to believe them completely when they tell you what happened in theirs. And it will be different. You will have done things in their reality that you did not do in yours, and vice versa. So you can't be mad at somebody for something they did in your reality, but they didn't do in theirs. That is going to, well, that's a waste of fucking time. So if you can do that, if you can set aside your feelings and go, all right, I am not going to draw any conclusions or, or get my feelings hurt about anything because I don't know what happened in the other person's reality. And then you talk it through with them, you will find out that you are not experiencing reality the same way that other people are. Sometimes you might, like sometimes, especially something common is there'll be like a group of people and four people will experience reality the same way and then one person will experience it differently. And that serves to ostracize that person. But it's not gonna stay that way. Later, you know, if you were one of the four, later you'll be the one on your own. <laughs> I think that whatever or whoever it is who is those big hands, you know, <laughs> pulling our marionette strings. They want to divide people and isolate people. They want us to be upset with each other and ourselves. They want us to be mired in trauma. They want us to hate ourselves, not trust ourselves or each other, and not love ourselves or each other. And so we can't let that happen. We can't let them win like that. I think the grouping that's going on in society just plays into the hands of those 
who are controlling us. And and I also think it's uh, irrational and silly. I just can't stand everybody talking about how stupid other people are. Like, no, they're not. You're not that much smarter than billions of other people. Like, get over yourself. So, I'm not going to be talking about stupid people. We're not going to be dunking on people we don't like on this podcast. Not doing that. And one thing I think we have to do is we have to look at what we are uncomfortable with, the things we reflexively dismiss, the things we reflexively laugh at, the people who we immediately think of as crazy. I think frequently we are being conditioned to have those reactions to silence people who have seen glimpses of actual reality. And so that's a reason why like I had to look at what what I was uncomfortable with, what I've always dismissed, the people I've thought were crazy or stupid. Uh, conspiracy theorists is kind of the number one subject there. Like I have not been kind to conspiracy theorists. And there are still, like, there will be no anti-Semitic conspiracy theories on this fucking podcast, okay? I fucking hate those. Anywho, I had to acknowledge that I sometimes was part of this societal cover-up of the truth by this knee-jerk conditioned response to um, blow people off as crazy or... Uh, laugh at them, make fun of them. Like, I've been part of that. And even though I have always tried to think for myself and be critical of information I receive, I was fooled by some shit. And we all are. Anyone who thinks that, like, they're just seeing the truth and they're not able to be fooled by anything, like, get your head out of your butthole. It's not true. We're all in this together, really. None of us are immune to fucking brainwashing. And we are all absolutely being brainwashed. So why did I have this big turnaround in my character and my worldview? Well, I got very, very sick this year. And I almost died. I came very close to dying many times. I went through the most excruciating pain and I was unbelievably alone and did not have help. Situations kept getting more and more unreal because I could not get a doctor to help me. And especially as things got worse and worse and I was able to document them. You know, I could take pictures of what was happening and show them to other people and they could see the things. <laughs> and it was really obvious physical stuff sometimes too. Like I, I lost a bunch of weight. I was emaciated even though I was eating as much as I could. I was downing protein shakes, but nothing was holding on my body. And my legs would swell up to twice their size within 20 minutes. I got these really disturbing rashes. So it couldn't be in my head. It couldn't be. 
but doctors kept dismissing it as in my head when I knew like that's not possible. Eventually I had to accept, oh, no doctor is going to help me. And actually they can't because what is happening to me is not supposed to happen according to the rules of the reality I live in, <laughs> that I think I live in. There is no, like I can't tell you what disease I had. There's never going to be a diagnosis because the thing, some of the things that were happening to me, they're just, they don't happen. They don't happen. And I know that's, that is true. But even though they don't happen, they did happen. They were happening. I was sick for four months. That's six months after I got sick now. And I've just gotten like truly healthy within the last couple of weeks. I also am not the only one who got sick. My best friend and roommate, she got some of the same extremely weird symptoms. She wasn't nearly as sick as I was, but like we both got diagnosed from a dermatologist with dermatographia. And we s suddenly, oh, you guys both just have terrible allergies. I've never really had allergies. And now we both have the same fucking freakish random skin disease with no, like, cause. No. There was something environmental going on that made both of us sick in the same ways at the same time. And we had to move. We had to move out of the state. And I don't know, like, I don't have all the answers to this. And that's part of why I am doing this podcast, because there are answers I want to find. I want to figure out as much about reality as I can. And there is a lot that I know for sure. There is a lot I know for sure is not true. And then the biggest piece of the pie is shit I don't have an answer to and nobody does. Like what is happening in Los Angeles that made me so sick that I can't, I, I can't be healthy there. I love LA. I didn't want to leave. But when I would <laughs> go out of town, I would start to get better and I would come back and precipitous decline. Like, is there something in the LA water or the air? Honestly, I think uh, both, but like, I guess that's another thing. <laughs> I'm just explaining what this podcast is going to be. I don't have an agenda to push. I definitely don't have a secret agenda. When I want to convince you of things, I'm going to tell you what I wish you would believe, as I've already been doing. There's not like a theory out there that I subscribe to. And I'm not going to like push the theory that, um, I don't know, the mayor is poisoning LA's water. I don't fucking know. Chemtrails are doing it. I don't fucking know. And I'm not super interested in people who think they do know. Because, no, you don't. <laughs> I do think we can figure out a lot about reality with other people. But you have to be willing to talk to the people you completely disagree with. You have to challenge the, the things you believe the most. You have to consider that things you are really uncomfortable with could be true. 
or you have not come close to finding anything about reality. And almost nobody is doing that or is willing to do that. So whatever their theories are on what's going on, like doesn't it doesn't matter more than anything else. It's all data. Because like I said, everyone has a piece of reality. Everyone has their perspective. We collect enough pieces of reality. We can start putting a picture together. And I don't know that there is an objective reality. I do actually believe that we live in a holographic universe. So basically, kind of like everything is a simulation. <laughs> I mean, it's a holographic multiverse. I think there are an infinite number of universes. So what is reality? Hard to say. But uh, there is at least some kind of reality that we are living in together. And it has rules. It has rules we have been told, and it has rules by which it actually operates, and they are not the same. I think we can figure out the rules that this reality operates on together. A lot of crazy fucking things happened to me while I was sick. I do think that I, in part, got through it with the help of some of my dead relatives coming in and literally, like, telling me what to do. Because I saved my own life in some very dramatic ways. In ways that, like, I didn't actually know how to do that. I had to shock my diaphragm using external positive pressure ventilation. So that I could start breathing again after I stopped breathing. And I just, like, did that. All in the heat of the moment. And then later I was like, how did I know that would work? I'm not a, I mean, I think I'm smart, but <laughs> I'm not, I don't know everything. I don't, I'm not that fucking smart. And, uh, I never believed in, I never believed in ghosts, spirits, anything. I was v extremely just like only what can be proven by science is real. But the thing is, science is about data. Science is about looking at the data and trying to figure out what it means. And when the data changes, your opinions have to change. Cultural assumptions are not fucking science. And going off of other people's like previous work and just always building off of that and never going back and looking at, hey, maybe some of these assumptions are faulty, that's bad science. I still look at things in a scientific way. And I got new evidence, so I had to change my mind about things. And, I mean, I, I'll go into it more at various times about, you know, communing with spirits and shit. But, but yeah, I believe in that now. And then I saw a UFO when I was in the desert. I saw it with my dog. He saw it first. There, there, we ended up seeing three of them. We watched them for an hour and it completely, it was like the last domino in shattering my view of reality where it was just like, I would have thought I was crazy if he didn't see them first. And then we watched them for a goddamn hour. According to the rules of the reality we live in, what I saw out there in the desert isn't supposed to exist, but it does. I saw, I saw it. I watched it for a long time. So regardless of whether that's aliens or uh, 
<laughs> secret government technology or beings from another dimension. <sighs> we can debate that. But that shit that was flying isn't supposed to exist and it does. And so that is part of when I realized, oh, because <laughs> I, I thought like, how is this fucking possible that you can just drive two hours outside of LA and see this? Like, how do we maintain this facade of fake reality when it is so easy to see outside of it? And then I realized, oh, people see outside of it all the time. And we are just conditioned to see them as crazy. They just sound crazy to us. Or we laugh at them. And that's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. So they don't have to make it like... They don't have to hide everything really well. They can have these this lazy coding and these places where it's really easy to kind of push past the boundaries of the rules of reality and have things happen that aren't supposed to be able to happen. There's room for that in the system because then if you tell someone about it, they, their knee-jerk response will be to dismiss you. To either think you are crazy or mistaken or lying. And they will think that they are more rational than you and will come up with an alternate explanation, which they think is rational, but it's really just denial and explaining things away. It's never actually... I shouldn't say never, but like <laughs> to constantly try and find another explanation for stuff and the explanation you're coming up with is also completely unproven just because you don't want to challenge your assumptions about the reality you live in. Like that's actually not more rational. It's not more scientific or reasonable or smarter. Other things we will talk about on this podcast include witchcraft, crystals, runes, tarot, because um, a lot of that is what I ended up finding helpful in getting better, um, along with like antibiotics and antiparasitics and moving. <laughs> I, I started out not believing in any of this. Um, and I lived in LA a really long time to still never get into crystals. But then, um, you know, I'll, I'll talk about them. But I, I experienced firsthand the kind of power that they can have. And I realized at a certain point with my illness that even if I ever did get a diagnosis, the only kind of thing that could explain the very wide variety of very bad symptoms I had would be something really, really bad with treatments that I know I don't want to do and a prognosis that would be bad. Or I could decide um, to look at it differently and approach it differently, especially since I had figured out that uh, reality does not confine itself to the rules that we've been taught. Um, why confine my interpretation of my illness based on the rules of this reality when that definitely wasn't going to end well for me? 
So I decided instead to find my own power and my ability to create reality, which I think all of us have. And that has helped me a lot. So yeah, if you think any of that stuff is stupid, like it's time to get over yourself or don't listen to this podcast. You know, those are kind of your options. So yeah, we're going to talk about aliens, parasites, mind control, chronic illnesses, UFOs, big pharma, the government, the medical industry, capitalism, witchcraft, crystal healing, drugs, medicine, the environment, climate, the nature of time, the nature of reality, quantum physics, demons, spirituality, ghosts, psychic powers, Ouija boards, fortune telling, probably some gross bodily details of illnesses with with appropriate amounts of heads up. Yeah, we'll definitely talk about all that stuff. And you know, who knows? Maybe we'll, we'll end up getting into fucking lizard people and chemtrails. I don't know. Yeah, no, we're, we'll definitely talk about lizard people. Because, uh, listen, all bets are off now. Like, nothing is too crazy for me to consider. I For a while, I really had to consider what if I am not actually me. I am just my gut bacteria. Like, the consciousness that I think is me that is thinking right now, like, I'm actually the parasite. And Erica was somebody else. Like, I had to consider that. I don't think that's the case. You know, I ended up concluding that that probably isn't it. But I had to let myself consider it. Because all options are on the fucking table. I will explain, you know, my experiences with things. Why I've come to believe certain things. um, Why especially if I think you should believe something, why I think you should believe it. Uh, A lot of things I'm going to tell you about because I feel extremely confident that you can see those things for yourself and you can find proof of them yourself. And I will tell you how to do that. Uh, But besides that, like, I'm not going to be extremely invested in convincing you that these things, like, are true or or are happening, or whatever, because you kind of just have to buy in to the, like, opening up your possibilities of what reality is, like, or, or not. Um, that, that's either, you're either going to be able to do that, or you're not, and we're going to be able to talk about a lot more if I don't constantly feel like I have to prove to you guys that I'm not crazy. Like, I don't really care about that. I'm very suspicious of the entire concept of crazy. I'm very suspicious of the entire way we see mental illness. I think a lot of the times people are responding to a horrible world in a very sane and logical way, and that is what we are calling mental illness. I'm sorry, but if you can live in this reality and not be depressed, like, that's kind of weird. This is a depressing reality a lot of the time. Like, a lot of what is going on in the world is depressing as shit. 
So I don't think that depression is a sign of a broken mind. You know, if somebody says they communicate with aliens, we think, oh, they must be schizophrenic. But, like, what if they just are communicating with aliens and you're not? So, like, you don't know. You don't know. And I think that we are doing ourselves a disservice by not listening to people. There's a lot we could put together if we just actually listened to each other and stopped trying to be right all the time, stopped blowing each other off, stopped making fun of each other, stopped being afraid to look stupid or have people think you're crazy. Like, that doesn't actually matter. It doesn't do anything to me if any of you guys think I'm crazy. The only way it would, like, affect my life is if, like, my family really deeply believed I was crazy enough that they tried to get me committed to a mental institution. But, um, they're not going to do that because they don't think I'm crazy. Even if they did, they still wouldn't commit me to a mental institution. We've talked about that. <laughs> they know that, um, that's not cool and I would be really upset about it forever. And I would never do that to them either. So, if you guys think I'm crazy, that's fine. All I can promise you is I'm just going to tell you the truth of my experience because that's the only thing that is worthwhile. Like, I really think we are in an incredibly important turning point for humanity. I think humanity, the fate of humanity is at stake. I think our relationships with our loved ones, our environment, the lives of every human and animal and plant on this planet, they're all at stake. So the most important thing I can do is just tell the truth as far as I see it and have seen it and uh, hope that like if other people have experienced some similar things and are looking to fill in some blanks, I hope it fills in some I hope it fills in some blanks for you. I hope that in talking through things, I fill in more blanks for myself. And I do hope that I can encourage people to let go of a lot of the mental traps that they're in. That we can stop fighting ourselves and each other. And start looking for those fucking puppeteer hands. Alright, I think this is good for the first episode. Um, I'll be back soon. I would love to hear from you guys. If you have specific questions, things you want me to talk about, things you want to hear about, hit me up. If you have specific, like, if you've had a similar experience to anything that I talk about. And you would want to talk about it on the podcast. Or you'd want to, like, just tell me about it, have me read something, then, um, contact me. You can DM me on Twitter at Erica Heidewald. You can email me at delphiapothecary at gmail.com. That's also my Etsy store. You can buy stuff from my Etsy store if you feel like it. It'd be really cool. Yeah, and then obviously, you know, subscribe, give it a good review. If we're going to save the world, I guess i got to get people to listen to my podcast. <laughs> Alright, be patient with yourself today. You are doing your best. You live in a labor camp. You, you were never actually supposed to be able to meet all of the expectations of this society. They are unreasonable on purpose. So, 
Don't judge yourself today. All right. Bye.